Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio control. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? <laughs> Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. I told you there'd be more, and they're coming. Especially going here into the new year, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said in the last episode, I'm getting excited about RC again. Lots of things that are just happening make that pop. Uh, part of it being winter and getting back into the, the SCX24 game again. I just really like him, guys. I, I just have so much enjoyment in that sphere. I know some of you just don't get it at all. Like You're just like, I don't even understand how that's a thing. They're no fun. And uh, you're killjoys about it. You don't like me having fun doing it. Uh, but, I mean, Harley's starting to see a little taste of the um, the 24 scale fun. And uh, that was fun with their live stream the other day. And I do, I call him out. Um, I just did pretty well with my uh, class two at our last competition. Had a little grudge match uh, with my buddy Rick, who has uh, 124 mop is his website. He has a portable 24 scale trailer that he can tow around and do competitions or birthday parties or any kind of stuff like that. Um, so if you're in Michigan and you're looking for something like that, you have like a youth group or a school thing or a bar mitzvah. I, don't, I mean, I don't know what it would be, uh, but you have an event that you want to have a trailer roll up with a bunch of little tiny trucks on it that people can have fun playing with. Um, he's the guy to, to contact. Anyway, he tows it behind his red Jeep Gladiator, which is amazing. I, I mean, He's got big old tires on that. I don't even know what size they are. They're massive. It's one of the best-looking Gladiators I've seen. Gold wheels on it. It's just, mm, it's it's good. Anyway, he made a Gladiator to kind of replicate that. He had somebody paint up one in red. Looks fantastic. And, uh, yeah, he was like, all right, grudge match, man. You got to bring your, your copy of, uh, your identity theft truck that you uh, copied off of Weston. He's like, I'm copying off of both of you guys and we need to battle it out. Gladiator versus gladiator. And so we did that and it was awesome. And we, we basically competed against each other to the top of the leader chart on the, the class two that those, uh, were both in. And uh, I won't give away all of the spoils yet because there is a video that we're trying to make for it. And I'm hoping I can get with Pablo on doing it because I think it could be super fun uh, if we can make it happen as I'm hoping it can. Uh, as we filmed both of the runs and it was just like nail biter. And it's a matter of how do we want to put it together? Do I want to do like one person's whole half of a run? And then you see the next person and you kind of see where they get and then you do the next... Um, basically how we did it is I started on the first course and then he followed after me on the first course and then he had to start on the second course, which meant I got to see what he got on the second course, which is the same with him on the first course for me. And uh, then I did the whole thing. So I don't know if I want to just do it real like that and kind of have the drama build out um, throughout that or if I want to do it gate by gate, just cut away from one and say, here's gate one, this is what we're going to traverse show one, 
cut away to the other and then cut back and then just kind of see in what would be like real time what the scores end up being. I don't know how I want to do it yet. And then how they come together at the end. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to work that out. But either way, I think there can be some drama because it was super close. And there were, uh, there's a couple spots where you just bang your head like, oh, I didn't need to take points there. How was I not paying attention? Uh, so, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry, I got, I got my coffee here. <sighs> I'm going to be drinking it every once in a while because it's winter. I'm getting plugged up a little bit. Sinuses, all that kind of stuff. Congestion. But we're, we're pressing on. Anyway, it could be really fun, I guess, no matter how we do it. Maybe you guys could comment. I'm talking about this early enough in the podcast that some of you may be at a point where you could still leave a comment saying how you think we should do that because I'm torn. Part of me wants to just do full run, full run, you know, and split it up into four different parts. My first course run, his first course run, his second course run, my second course run. But part of me really wants to cut it from gate to gate and kind of do flyovers and kind of talk about what is going to happen on that next gate, almost like a golf video. Pablo and I hinted at it. The idea just came out of nowhere as I was, uh, I don't know why it popped into my head of, I guess we were talking about crawling videos and how comp ones could be so boring. But then I started talking about the the disc golf videos and how they make it so it's not boring. <laughs> so I don't know if we can pull it off, but I want to try. So that's kind of where, where we're going with it. So we'll see what happens there. I just don't know how to do it. Like, cause there they do hole by hole, but there's like three people, four people at each hole. And you're, you're kind of tracking their scores as they go through the whole thing per hole, not like for a whole run. And so you're seeing the scores change and go back and forth so I kind of want to do it that way, I think. Even though that's not how we run. So it, it'll be a little jumpy and that when we come back to it, especially if somebody's just like barreling through a gate like it's easy and then you just cut away to the other truck. So I don't know. I, I'll talk with Pablo about it too. I'm curious what you guys would think. Um, But yeah, there's new releases to talk about. There's... Uh, Christmas to talk about and new releases and what we want to see under the tree, RC-wise, that kind of stuff. If there's anything, maybe it's tech for RC. Maybe it's just you want a new uh, selfie stick for going out and filming videos. I don't know. We've been doing a, a series on Talk Your Face Off where we're kind of going through and doing a top 10 list for different things. Started with bashers over 350, then under 350 bashers or fast kind of cars. These were all ready to run. And then we did, um, Pablo had to, to bounce because he was going up to Whistler. And so we did like a tech one where it's kind of different things that we use for YouTube and what kind of new stuff we'd want there for tech and tools kind of a little bit, mainly tech. Um, some of them were tools because it speeds up our tech <laughs> for videos, uh, makes it faster to like, you know, power drills and stuff to get through a build faster. Um, and then... Uh, we just did crawlers over 350, and we're going to do under 350 crawlers. So I foresee a lot of mini ones being in this one on my list for sure. And then uh, I don't know what we're doing after that. That might that might be the the wrap up of it. But yeah, it's, it'll be getting closer to Christmas anyway. We might do one final. Um, 
like just top of all of the lists, like of all the lists that we've just come up with, what would be your actual top 10 things that we want to get? I don't know. We'll have to see. We may just bounce on that and, you know, just bail after that. But we were, there's so much to talk about. There's so many things kind of what we just to tell people what interests us in RC is just a kind of a fun way to do that. So um, just kind of lay it out there for people. It's not like a super, you know, some people do it and it's, it's all about, you know, the clickbait ones and, and different things. This was really just for us to talk about what, um, what we, we're, we're interested in that's out there on the market right now, basically in each of these classes. So, all right, moving on. Um, just got an Arma Granite Grom, took it to the skate park, beat it up. So much fun, durable little guy. But I do see some spots where there's potential breakage, and it's going to be in the drive line as far as the diffs and um, the actual drive shafts um, at like the CVD joint, kind of um, because it, it converts to plastic at that point for like the hub part and out. So, um, yeah, still I, for my driving, I don't think it's going to be too much of a problem. Maybe every once in a while it'll go bad. They do have HD versions of those, like the the heavy duty that you can get that are all metal. Um, so I'll talk about that. Little compare and contrast of the LMT Mini on here. I just did a video on it. This is going to be a kind of an abbreviated version of that uh, for people that may not have seen the video and just want to kind of hear it in podcast form where I kind of share some of my, my thoughts on it. I'm definitely a fan of both. Uh, if I only could buy one, I would pay the extra money and get the LMT Mini. Some people might pay the same amount of money and just get two Groms and, you know, have them to just race each other, whatever. But uh, I just really, really like the driving style of the LMT Mini. And I think that comes down to just me liking monster trucks in general. I like the scale stuff that you can do with it to kind of replicate the real monster trucks with the backflips and all that kind of stuff and, and just scale driving. Uh, the Granite's just going to be one that you just take out and you can just bash it, go fast, smash into things. Uh, jump it through the air, not worry about it, like hitting hard and really breaking. Because I, you know, I took it to a skate park and thrashed it, bouncing and flipping and crashing and no, you know, <laughs> nothing. Although I did run it straight into a uh, a rail, a grind rail, one of the posts for it at full speed, and I did break a shock. Um, what I guess would be the the end of it, the shock end. Um, so super, super cheap part, you know, just to buy a whole set of shocks, I think it was 10 bucks, put one on and I have a spare one now, but I'm, I was surprised because I hit right on that wheel, a arm shock area. And it, I, it should have just destroyed that whole right side of the truck. And it didn't, it just broke the little rod end on the shock. It's like, wow. Okay, cool. Like, and I just kept bashing it like that with the shock hanging and whatever. And we just kept thrashing it. Like, eh, it's bottoming out. Who cares? It, it, they're little beasts. Now, I do think that you. we say that they're tough as nails, and I have to put an asterisk after that. They are tough as nails to people that know how to drive an RC car. There, I said it. Uh, if you know how to drive an RC car, it should be tough as nails. If you hand it to a kid who's never driven an RC car, it might be tough as nails, it might also destroy the driveline because they're landing on throttle. They're running into things straight on, but they're still holding the throttle when they hit it. I at least know when I'm about to hit something. Usually I'm, I'm letting off of things. And so you're not going to have that same force 
behind the diffs and behind the drive shafts that are still turning as the wheel slams into something. So that's the caveat. Um, so you have a little less power behind it that would make, say, a driveline expo- explode. Again, going back to a person that said that, you know, when I was saying how tough it was to Jeff at Reaction, he said, well, my kid destroyed it like first day, hit a curb, whatever, and um, blew out the, the CVD, you know, just in pieces, which I believe probably happened, you know, like he's not lying about that. But I also think if it's a kid and it's like they're, you know, they're hitting curbs and stuff anyway, they're probably just full trigger as they're doing it too, and they're not letting off. And so when it runs into something and it meets a stopping force, but you are still trying to drive through that, you're going to break. If you were off throttle and you hit that curb, it might just stop and not have that extra force behind it trying to fight where the breakage and explosion of all of that would happen. So that is the caveat that I would say on the toughest nails durability of it. LMT Mini also find to be tough as nails. I, however, would not take it to a skate park. Um, just parts, the body's not going to hold up as well. Um, in fact, I did crack my my granite ground body, the green one, my oh, my favorite of them. Uh, I did crack it. It was cold, super cold, and it probably cracked when I slammed straight into that post. But um, it's fine. I'll put tape on the back, uh, and it'll be good. But, you know, structurally, it, the whole thing was sound. And I think the LMT could take it. I mean, I've seen people thrashing it. You're going to watch, like, Big America going big with his, too. And every once in a while, he'll case into his wood jump, and that would be, like, a pretty hard force. But other than that, he's landing in sand. So just remember that as you're doing it. And if you're doing it onto cement or you're doing it onto hard-packed dirt, your miles may vary on the toughness compared to other people. And I know he said even with his full-scale LMTs, he hasn't really done much breakage of the axles and again i think some of that is due to him landing on a sandy loose surface so you've got to everybody's got to weigh these things when they think oh these things are tough as nails i can go out and do that and it's not going to break pay attention to all the factors (laughs) there's a lot of factors going into why yours breaks and other people's don't because i keep hearing about how the the lmt one-tenth scale people are just like oh it's not tough at all it just breaks all the time Mine have been super tough. (laughs) So, and we're not like babying them. We're going nuts with them. Uh, And they're super tough. So, yeah. Again, it's it's one of those things when you you read people say that. And two, like, and I'm not saying this about you, right? But there's some really bad drivers out there. If you go to an event and you watch, there's some really terrible drivers out there. And so they still have commenting power. And so when they go into things and thrash and talk about quality of products, you know, we don't, we don't get to see how they drive when they're on necessarily just because they're on posting. If they're not posting videos of how they drive. So yeah, you have to take everything. It's like when somebody negative people tend to comment more than positive people. I don't know why that is, but whenever you have a bad experience, the first thing you go and do is you tell everybody about it. That doesn't always happen when you have a good experience. If you have an, an amazing experience, yes. But if you have a good experience and, you know, it's just like, yeah, I like it. You know, it's great. You, how much else to say? Like, I just I really enjoy it. Like, cool. But, man, when you have a bad experience, you tell everybody. And uh, 
there's a lot of those people out there. So, uh, and you know, I'm one of those guys that I, I tend to find when I break something, why it broke. And I, you know, and a lot of times I place the blame on myself for how I was driving. Um, other people don't want to do that. They want to blame the vehicle itself. And we're, we're asking so much of them in the first place. Anyway, back to the Granite Grom. Uh, the LMT Mini, Granite Grom and LMT Mini talk. Back to that. I'm, I'm kind of tangenting here. I'm getting on a rabbit trail. And I forget where I was going. The LMT Mini is still, I believe, tough as nails. What they did with the axles, with it being smaller, with it being lighter weight, with not having as, as heavy of a rotating mass tire, a lot of different things. But still, the plastics are kind of same thicknesses and things. It's just going to be more durable. Like it's a, it's a more durable truck in the the compactness of it. So you yes, you could take it to a skate park. Do I think you're going to break if you get a son of a digger the front grill and the lights are going to pop out and all that kind of stuff? Totally, immediately. <laughs> yes, it's going to happen. So remember that. But if and so that's why I'm not taking mine there. I I want to keep mine in decent enough condition. Like I want to race them. I want to do scale freestyles and scale meaning they're tiny. So I'm making the jumps tiny for the most part. I'm not trying to send it off of skateboard ramps and see how big I can go with it. Um, because they'll go big. They'll I mean they're quick and they'll they'll go big if you give it the right jump or you jump it off of a ledge. Like uh, so you put a kicker on say a a loading dock for a semi-truck, and then you launch it to the air and onto the ground. Will it survive? I bet it will. Will you tear up your truck landing on the cement and all that? Because the shocks on it are not going to take that kind of impact very well. Um, it's going to bounce. It's going to roll. It's going to do a whole bunch of things. I don't think it'll break, but you're going to tear it up. So uh, they're not, it, It's especially out of the box, it's bouncy a little bit. Um, I, I would change up the shock ratios because it does want to kick however i like mine to bounce because i use that for slap wheelies i use that for doing moonwalks that kind of stuff so and if you're running in sand or something else like big america or softer you're getting some forgiveness from the the ground you're landing on anyway um, or you're doing the smooth grease landings like he's doing and i i would imagine that most of his hard hits are from trying to grease the landings and hitting the jump and not making it which we did when we were shooting the LMT Mini video. We cased jumps like crazy trying to grease landings, and it took it just over and over and over. So um, both very durable. Uh, I think the money, the value is there on the LMT Mini. I would pay up to 300 bucks for it personally. That's, that's about where I would have been willing to go for it. It's at 270 I couldn't see paying more than 300 for it. Um, it is brushed like everybody's saying. And I think that's where your cost savings comes in is because they used a brush system in it because, again, materials-wise, there's a little bit less material, but you're not paying much for the plastics. Um, you're paying for the molds. You're paying for you know all of the processes of doing the cutting of the aluminum and painting it and all these things, which in materials... A little bit more money, of course, for the other one. Um, but they're still all the same. They built them like a scale replica of the larger one. So the cost of manufacturing is still going to be, it's got to be close. 
because they have the working lights. They've got all these things that are still in there. But they gave us the cost. It, you know, So you're paying still for the molds and you're paying for the bodies and the licensing and whatever. I mean, how much more is it for Lexan for the bigger body versus the little and the paint? And the, not much. Now, you're going to be shipping container space? Yes, for sure. There's definitely cost increase in the larger one that you're saving by doing the smaller one. Um, but they packaged the smaller one so cool with the the see-through and, I mean, the, the art and everything on it's fantastic. Uh, so you're really your savings is coming from electronics being changed out, and then what little you're saving from you know the little bit less metal used and the little bit less uh, plastic used. Um, but again, those aren't saving you hundreds of dollars when it comes down to it. You know, in those things. Um, but in electronics, yes, you are getting a big savings there. Uh, so. Everybody that's saying, oh, it should have been brushless for that price, I disagree. Um, and again, it's not like a buggy. It's not like some of the other things that we're seeing brushless at that price. Those are a much simpler build. Much sim- you know, they don't have all of the the cage work and the you know, and then the you know, assembling of the cages and all of the, <laughs> the things that go into building each one of these tiny trucks for us. So um, there's just there's it's more involved. It's a much more involved pro. Uh, RC than other ones in its class. There's not, I don't see like an 18th scale that is this developed. You want to compare it to the Grom? Okay, let's talk about it compared to the Grom. The Grom has plastic inner or really cheapy inner uh, diffs. They're going to they're gonna blow. You're not finding that with the LMTs. The drive shafts, the, the ones in the axles, on the LMT are metal all the way out, durable, not so. To buy those upgrade kits for the Grom is about eighty to ninety bucks for the diff replacements and for the 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 heavy duty drive shafts, forty five bucks I think or forty bucks somewhere in there. So it's about eighty to ninety dollars. So you're looking at if you add that on, that's two hundred twenty bucks. Now we're getting closer to ballpark. It's still not licensed. The wheels aren't, ha- they don't have foams. The tires don't have foams on the Grom. They're not as good of a wheel tire combo. Um, it's a plastic chassis versus the aluminum. There's a lot, there's lights on one. Um, there's a cage with a driver and all these things that go into the one. There's there's sway bars. There's metal links on it, four link, metal, four link on. I mean, I could just keep going down the list. Um and then the tech has got the cush drive system on the center kind of um, gearbox, all that. So they're not comparable. Uh, there's a reason one costs double the other, um, even though they're both brushed. And there's a different reason for who would buy each one as well, from the basher to the scale driver, the monster truck fan. So, all right. So that those are the thoughts on that. Love them both. Drive them for different reasons. However, if I make a racetrack for my LMT minis, guess what? I'm probably going to race the Groms on them too. We've got two of both, uh, the LMT minis and two of the Groms, and both of them would be super fun to race on those with my kids. So that'll be happening. In fact, we've already done it. I haven't really posted videos of it, but I have videos of it shot. It's just not super entertaining content, so maybe I'll just post up a few little as shorts or something. I don't know. But we shot it widescreen, so it doesn't work great for shorts. 
going to get a quick drink here of my coffee. And then we'll continue on. There we go. All right. So other new releases to talk about that I saw that impacted me in some way. Uh, and that is going to be the Axial CJ7. Right. Uh, another Jeep from Axial. I can hear I can hear the eyes rolling now. <laughs> it is beautiful. Uh, the detail that they've put into this. It's fantastic. Uh, they they kind of nailed it, you know, as an off-roading Jeep um, with the body panel stuff that they did uh, for the molding around it, the, the aftermarket-looking, like, doors on it that do open and swivel. So here's... They brought it in at 500 bucks, ready to run, which I think is a decent price on it, considering the body work considering that it is their SCX-10 3 model with the two-speed transmission, with the dig capability that you can, you know, it only comes with the option to do one or the other, um, and it's set for dig, which is kind of probably where I would use it the most for this particular vehicle. Well, I don't know. So let's talk about what I like about this vehicle. So when I first got my first crawler, and I said first a lot there, when I first got my first crawler, I got the, it was 2014 it came out, the Axial SCX-10 2012 Jeep Wrangler Unlimited CR Edition ready to run. The Casey Curry based CRC Edition um, Black Rock wheels on it. You have Goodrich Crawler tires on it. Um had the light bar going across the front with the two little spotlights by your mirrors. Um, light, it was lighted out, lots of lights, very cool. Um, tactic stuff in it, tactic uh, servos. And so they expanded their line. I, I think it was 2014-ish when it came out. I don't remember when I got mine. I could actually probably, while I'm sitting here... Um, Type this in and put CCXRC and see what happens. Um, so 2015, it looks like I've got one. Is that my unboxing? So I got it in 2015. So eight years ago. So that's what I was guessing was about eight years ago. Here's the actual video for it. Yeah, 2014. Came out March. I was looking at the RC Driver article for it. Um. So, great. Uh, Tony Phelan had written the article. Anyway, um, yeah, that was my first foray into the crawling. I tried the Yeti first. That was a mistake. It wasn't a crawler. Ended up bashing it like crazy and breaking it a lot. Didn't know what I know about RC now. I still blamed myself every time because I was usually doing front flips when I broke it and intentionally trying to do front flips when I'd break it. It didn't have the power to do backflips, but I could front flip it pretty decent when I landed it. And I would break it when I didn't. Because those axles, those... <laughs> yeah. Uh, same same issues we were having with the SMT10s. But, um, yeah, once I found out about beef tubes, all good. All right, so back to this Jeep Wrangler edition. White, little stinger bumper kind of thing on the front of it. Absolutely fantastic. Based on a Rubicon, I drove that thing in water, in creeks, in mud, in snow. 
everything. It was just fun to go out and drive. And I absolutely, absolutely loved it. And, uh, man, I still, you know, looking back, those were some of the best times of RCing that I had. And I was taking, hitting the trails. It was my buddy Peter and uh, my buddy Nate. And we'd go out to the Ipswich parks where I would also do the bashing. And we would run crawlers. I would usually show up or stay late um, to run bashers after we'd crawl as well. Um, but we would, we would spend hours out there just chatting, crawling, just hitting whatever lines, mud. And, uh, you know, at that time we were putting drivers in them and both Nate and Peter had theirs like completely scaled out hard bodies, whatever, you know, they were RC four wheel driving it or custom body. Peter did a bunch of custom bodies and always was customizing his stuff. And I had my Jeep Wrangler with, you know, I strapped some stuff on the top of it that were kind of scale items, put a little dog in the back seat, cut up a um, a figure and Velcroed them in the driver's seat, try to make it look like it, you know, as cool as theirs. It wasn't, but I, at the time I thought it was. And, uh, yeah. So what I love about this is this, their video for it in particular kind of took me back to those days. I was watching them go through the water with the CJ7s and the type of terrain. They weren't hitting comp trail type terrain. They were hitting just dudes out having a good time trailing kind of terrain. And I really, really miss that. I'm, I'm watching the video right now. So they start, first of all, cool shot. They're walking up with the keys, make you think they're about to jump into real Jeeps here. They got a great force perspective shot, and then they pick up the one in front of the, you know, there's a guy climbing into his real CJ in the back, and uh, they pick up the one in the front. So, um, well, that first drop-in was pretty steep, but then they start driving across the top of this waterfall and just getting the tires wet, driving through pretty flat stuff, a little bit of mud splashing, you know. Yeah, a lot of mud splashing, like just diving in, big splash going um, but it just, I mean, all of this reminded me of having that first Jeep and I wasn't worried about having the most capable truck. We were out there with all oh, that little closing console. So cool. Um, it's just different. Nobody's doing that really, but we weren't worried about having the most capable. Yeah. There were some lines were like, Oh, can you make it? Oh, you made it. I can't make it. But it wasn't like we were competing. Like it was a little bit like. You trying to make it you'd try several times to, to climb something and see who could do it but it wasn't like gates or anything you however you got up it was fine so if you could find a way up it and so i'm just watching these, these things crawl over these rocks and just do kind of scale stuff and man that makes me want one <laughs> they look really good too like they nailed it on the looks they really really nailed it on the looks the scale details that they put into it and uh, I'm sure Jeep CJ people will rejoice at seeing this out there. Um, they've got it scaled pretty good. And then it's full interior, like for the two drivers, two-door. And uh, you can put drivers in there again. And that, you know, takes me back to those original Wraith days. And so it's good to see that. Like that was so much of the fun was just kind of decorating them out and hitting the trails. 
And, uh, yeah, in the videos, they look so fun and cool. So I need to get back to that. I, 500 bucks isn't a bad price point. This might have just jumped onto my top 10 list for, uh, <laughs> the 350 over. And it might be at near the top. I don't know what else I would want. Like, I have things on my list. But they, I already have them, and it's just because they're that good. So, ah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm kind of torn, kind of torn. But I've got other stuff to spend money on right now, too. So instruments and music stuff that I want. and um, But that's high on my RC wish list right now. Especially with winter coming. So that would be a fun one also to run through the snow. Uh, well, we'll see. We'll see how things go. But I've got I've got too many as it is. <laughs> I got to keep telling myself that. You have too many. You don't need. You don't need it. Because I'll just take the mash again out and do what this thing looks good doing. And I'll just do it with the mash again. That's what I'll do. Same kind of idea. I think the Mashkin kind of fits in that world for me too. So, uh, also, I did not get the razor out last week when I said I was going to during the last one because I ended up getting the Grom and running that, and we raced the LMT minis. So we changed what we were doing a <laughs> little bit, a little bit changed up the, the plan for the day. I had the batteries charged. But I also had the LMT mini batteries charged, and I'd also gotten the Grom, and then two Groms, and then we raced them and had fun. So we're still having fun RCing, but not with the Razor. However, we're supposed to get, I think, three inches of snow here today, and if we do, I think the Razor might be hitting the snow. Just just saying. that That is one that I would like to, to drive in the snow. All right, so... That's kind of where things are like that. The, these things are getting me excited again. Um, Arma did just also drop the 4S line with some upgrades in them. So they put a center diff in them. And it looks like it's a planetary style center diff. Like the... Uh, what is it? The um, the Mojave. However, I think in that lineup of the 4S now, I think the most enticing to me is the Mojave. I'm just, I don't know why. But yeah, it's about 449 to 469, they're saying, for the, the Ukrainian. I don't know what the which one changes the price or why the price changes. The blue one is 469 for some reason. And the rest of them are 449. I wonder if it comes with a battery or something. Oh, it's because discontinued. And they didn't bother marking it that way. I got it. I see now. Yeah, so they got the pre-orders open. And they did add the Metal Gear Center Differential into that transmission case. So that's pretty cool. Instead of just being the slipper design... Pretty cool. 
All right. Well, guys, those are kind of just some of the updates I see. Um, I'm looking forward to um, more comp crawling. My buddy Rick's supposed to be bringing me a little bit of Red Rock to bring up here to the studio from one of his courses he'd built that uh, he's getting rid of to me. <laughs> and uh, so we'll be working on getting that set up and uh, kind of cleaning. A lot of cleaning. I got so much cleanup to do and clear out. I got to get rid of stuff to make room for the new stuff. But until next time, guys, see you.